0: shalom podcasters this is your sister in christ janice the daughter of the most high king tuning in with you once again for another podcast now this was not pretty much planned (laughs) but here goes this is i guess a word of knowledge a revelation that the father has laid upon my heart but before we go into it If you haven't made this podcast your favorite, please make it your favorite. Like, follow us on Instagram, and send me a message. Let me know what you're thinking. Let me know what you want to hear. If you want to be a part of one of the podcasts, shoot me a message. No matter what country you're in, we can work that out. So, it's a new month, pretty much. Yes, it's a new month. It's the first Sunday of May. Yes, I know I haven't recorded in a while, but there's some pre-recorded things that I've been working out to follow two new seasons, so stay in tune for that. But this morning, <laughs> as I was pondering and thinking, because we just finished service, and service really speaks to my heart. I mean, it's been a struggle being saved lately. If you've been struggling, are totally for that, but it's been a real challenge being saved and staying safe and... Outside of doing the religious things, (laughs) it's been a struggle to spend time with, yeah, to pray by myself, to worship by myself. I mean, doing it in a group is fine, but doing it together is harder. And then I've found, this is me speaking my truth. Um, I will be on the sessions on Zoom and then I'll get distracted on my phone. Somebody will message. I'll find some mindless thing to do on Facebook and Instagram. Um, I'm still working out my salvation with fear and tremble, basically. And I think this season in my life, I've been working out fears. Now, there are certain things that happen in our childhood that when we grew up, there's this saying that my sister usually says. She's like, man up, or we we're told to toughen up, or, you know, suck it up, or whatever cliche or whatever smart That's sarcasm but whatever foolish word our parents and people around us usually tell us to make us to make us get over it but in truth what we do is we push it down so far down that we don't deal with it because there's nobody around there we don't even know how to deal with it properly so trauma whether it be from childhood whether it be from adulthood is a serious thing and sometimes We think we deal with stuff, and in reality, we don't. And a few weeks ago, I had a session with um, the young ladies of my church and invited someone to come in that co-leads the group with me, and she was doing a session about communication. And one of the things that she shared, (laughs) and we don't realize, when we share things, it impacts people later, whether we think it, it resonates with them at the same time, whatever not the word of Yah, He said it shall not return to us void. And whenever we share a testimony, it does impact, it does make a difference. Whether we see the instantaneous microwave effect or the bake in the oven type of effect, it does resonate. Because that testimony now came back to me as I am about to do this, this, um, this podcast to help cement not only my experience but other people have the experience as well so she was saying that there's a time that she went somewhere I can't remember I'm not I'm not gonna say it verbatim because I can't remember verbatim but I'm gonna paraphrase so basically what it was is that she went to this place and somebody made a comment and she thought she you knows, like she brushed it off and she was going about her life but she was like, she was struggling with this thing. And she couldn't understand why she was struggling with this thing. I mean, she was fasting and praying and stuff like that. She said, if Father brought back that same situation to her, where somebody have said something, and she did not realize the impact of it, she just brushed it off. And as believers, as adults, whatever you call yourself, we do that. We, we brush things off, and we be like, man, it's bigger than that. And I get that. But we also need to remember that we are human And things affect us on a fundamental level, on emotional or spiritual or physical, whatever level you want to take it. So, yes, you're going to brush it off. But in order to brush it off truly, we're going to need to dig deep and work on that stuff. Like, be honest with ourselves. How did it make me feel? Was I upset? Was I angry? Do I have right to be upset? Do I have right to be angry? And I am choosing not to make that bother me. I'm choosing to be a bigger person. That's healthy working with it. Because when we dust things off, it comes back <laughs> and it, it makes a mess of us pointing focus. So there's somebody that's very dear to me and they're close to me. And I'm back into present. And uh, I mean, I love this person. This person has been with me from the time I've been saved. But as of recent, last two, three, four months, um, they have gotten ill. Their their health was basically at risk. And we're usually always together, especially since I've been saved. And this usually affects people. But usually that's not the problem. I'm fine. I'm like, whatever can't control people's feelings. But as of 2021, I've realized, and I keep saying it, but I don't think people's realizing how it impacts me. And I don't think how I realize how it impacts me because as of the latter months, month or so, I have pulled away because it significantly impacted me. And this is what the father revealed to me. So let me start rambling. So every time I've been wrong that person between January, February, March, Every time, no fail, something will always happen to that person, or something will happen to me. I'll give you an example. We went, uh, we went to do some errands for the person. Obviously, I don't call name because this is my side of the story. And on returning back home, um. I returned back home because I had gotten a ride. I don't, I don't understand how I got there. I can't remember, so I don't understand. But I didn't have my car. So, particular day in question, I didn't have my car. I was returning. I needed to get back to get my car because we had drove around the person's car for the day. So, I got in a ride or something and I used the person's car. Got back. She was fine. I mean, she was feeling a bit funny, but she was fine. Um, she was about to go back home. And we was a bit rushing to leave because I was getting the right to get to my car. And as we were about to pull off, <laughs> and I mean, this hurt me to my core. Um, as we were about to pull off, dun dun dun. Yeah, as I was saying. So, this very in question, when were about to pull off, the person was going up the stairs, and they ended up falling, I mean, they have made three steps, so this concrete, concrete step, concrete floor, and they fell, and my, I, 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 it was too much, and I was like, oh, my God, and I was like, is this my fault, because I had felt led to, like, make sure they got up the step clearly, but they were like, go on, go on. i find fine, they're fine, and I was like, let me go, and I was like, wow, <laughs> I could have prevented that. And then that came the, the blame game, like, what was this fault? Why did this keep happening? I was like, all right. I was like, well, Janice, the world in a to revolve among you, everything and about you. All right. Again, I can't remember what happened. Well, I think the ne- series of things happened, and I can't remember the order, but I think the next time um i went to help them with their hair and because of the water and everything the glorious lady ended up falling three times that's another one i think that was the last one that i was like <laughs> I, I think i probably cursed us i mean i literally start asking myself these questions am i cursed what is happening and that same day the person fell i ended up blowing up my tire and then something different things keep happening and it might have been one it might have been three it might have been five things but it was enough to scare me or for the enemy to put fear on me that I was like I am not and I mean, the person was hurt, but I was so traumatized. And up to this day, like, I still kind of tread cautiously and I, I make sure I try to pray like, my father, please don't let nothing happen today. Please, I can't take okay. it. Please don't let nothing happen. Please ask you for safety. Because it was happening one after the other. If it wasn't me, it was she, and if it wasn't both of us. And I was like, what is happening? Till so, like, I did even mention to her, like, Every time I'm wrong you something happens and it's freaked me up. But she was like, nah, don't worry about it. Things happen, these things happen. But it still impacting impacted me. And I couldn't understand why till this very moment that's why I did the podcast. So when I was younger, I was about ten. 10. ten. Can't be more than that. Um my dad had came into the island the country. This is yeah, he had come into the country and Yeah, we had now reconnected because he had been out my life for a while and he had now come back. And he rode a motorcycle. He wasn't living with us. He was living like a couple of villages off. So it was a good, I don't even know if it was Barbados, it would be like from Bridgetown to probably St. Peter. St. Peter, St. James, my average it might be bad, but kind of St. James. But it was a good trick. So if it was Guyana, it would have been like the to Buxton. So like that was his track that he needed to go back. So now and again, he'll be like, Daddy, I want to see you because I, <laughs> at core for some reason, I'm a daddy's girl. Like, don't tell me that, but my daddy, my daddy is all perfect. My daddy could do no wrong. That was that was the younger Janice. So, 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 so. Particularly in question, I think he he been in the country for a few days, cause he didn't. Oh, for the latter years of my life, he you didn't know, always live in the country, and he came and he spent time with me this one afternoon. You oh, love bicycle, motorcycle, the one that's put over your foot over the pedals, this little red thing, and he left us. But usually he would like call and say when he got home and stuff, but. Instead of that call to say that my father got home, like, when he left our house and he, like, he didn't get far. <laughs> he got, like, if you're walking the stretch of Broad Street, so, like, the bottom of Broad Street to the top of Broad Street, saying like that. Or, like, if you're leaving one park in on next, saying like that. It wasn't, it wasn't very far. We got a call that my father got in an accident. And obviously, I'm young, I'm panicky, I'm freaking out. We got to one place, it wasn't there. It got to another place, it wasn't there. And we were like, what happened? And people were like, y'all looking for whoever? Like, the ambulance just took him to the hospital. This time, I'm freaking out. I'm like, is my daddy dead? Anyways, <laughs> freaking out, I got to the hospital. I think we went to the station first. Because the police... It needed to make a police report with somebody. I think somebody had hit him. And he had pelt with the... Um, he had pulled with the motorcycle. I have not talked about this. It's so long that I'm tearing up. Anyways, that was a... It was so traumatic day. And I don't think anybody ever really talked it out with me. So... Like, he was turning a corner. And a bike or something hit him. And anybody know Guyana or like these birches thing. There's like these metal railing and like he hit the metal railing where like, he fly off the bike and he hit the metal railing and he punctured like his waist like at the side of his waist. So he needed to go to surgery. So we get to <laughs> we get to the, the sur I can't remember if he went to a hospital first or the police station because the one of the, the 2 went first and I remember laughing when I got to the scene of the crime because the man was like blabbering idiot forgive me but he was blabbering all over the place and the only thing I could have done was laugh in that fact because I was like this can't be serious but I mean people around me were thinking I was laughing but plus it was kind of funny but that's the only way I knew how to deal with my emotions at that time so then he gave me a report and everybody looking like, whatever. I think I laughed or chuckled with my sister, but was something the guy said. And my mother was angry. She was like, this is a serious matter. And I don't think she realized how much that impacted me. As well as what i was already going through. Because I was already confused. I was already asking her, well, is this because of me? Because he really didn't want to come and he said he was tired. And I keep asking him for five more minutes. And that's one or two things that help the trauma. The third thing is when we got to the hospital, my dad would have been living with my stepmother at that time. And my sisters. So obviously everybody's scared, everybody's crying, everybody's concerned. I'm like, I want my daddy. My young 10. <laughs> and my stepmother, I don't know if she didn't like me, but this probably would have helped me for the trauma or emotional instability if I can call that when I was younger so she didn't see me or I don't know if she see me or she didn't care if I hear she was like this is because of she you know this is because of Janice because if he didn't left her here I tell him not to left her here but he won't go to see Janice and look now he went and see Janice and look what happened and I'm like is this my fault I'm the fault that I nearly get my father killed. And I don't know if I told anybody I heard that. I think I did. And they were like, oh, it's not your fault. Don't worry about it. Accidents happen. But hearing that and how she said it with such passion, I mean, I have no ought to her or anything, but that would have impacted me Um, as as whatever. So when it came, so it was my fault. Something bad happened, and I grew up, It was fine, I guess, until present day, and I'm like, it's my fault. <laughs> it's my fault. If I'm not around people, then they can't get hurt. If I'm not around people, then things can't happen. And I find there's certain people that when I go around them, things always happen. Things always happen, and it's not the oh hallelujah things. It's like something bad always happens. And then that caused me to pull away and go into a shower, or it causes me to shut down. But since I just realized that, (laughs) the devil is a liar. But I share that to share that these things happen. And if there's things that have happened in our childhood, in your childhood, even in your adult life, don't just brush it off, please work through it try to understand what is happening feel your emotions it's okay to cry it's okay to be angry the bible said be angry and sin not it's okay to be frustrated it's okay to be irritated it is okay to feel the way you feel just don't kill nobody just don't sin just don't go do the way to make anybody feel the way because the bible said vengeance is mine says Yehovah and when we give these things to him, and not hold on to her, like, oh my God, it's mine, and I'm keeping it. When we loosen our fists, then he can heal the wounds, he can bandage it up, and he can make it whole again. But only when we give it to him, and not give it to him and take it back and give it to him and take it back. But truly give it to him. Um, and that's one of the reasons as well that most of us suffer from mental health. And we can't understand why. And people think we have this perfect childhood. But what is a perfect childhood? What is perfect for you might not be perfect for me. You might not have been through what I've been through. But that don't mean you could have handled or I could handle what you have been through. So perspective. It depends. But I'm not saying what you went through is any less than what I've been through. What I've been through is any less than what you've been through. I'm pleading, I'm asking, sharing my testimony and my experience and my lightening moment just now to share that. Don't let the enemy overpower you with fear. Don't let the lies and the trickery and the beguiling of the enemy stop you from interacting with people, having meaningful friendships and relationships. Don't let the enemy bring fear around you that you shut yourself off from others that you go into depression that you go into sadness that you go into guilt and shame the bible says, when when we repent he remembers our sins no more he's a loving and a just father he doesn't say like all right janice did this today and janice did that today and it's this fault Dennis, janice, janice brought up this plan today and just saying hy- <laughs> hypothetically But when you truly repent, you truly ask for forgiveness, I'm not saying you're not going to remember them. But when you remember those things, it's the water with the word. Wash it down. Yes, I have done wrong. Yes, I didn't know better. Or yes, I did know better. But I still did it anyway. I still went ahead. The father don't be like, oh, my gosh. You move from in front of me. He's not that kind of father. He's loving and just. We are the persons that put these unrealistic expectations on ourselves. And we let ourselves down. Holding ourselves to earthly standards and different people's reactions and stuff. So I hope that this was an encouragement for someone. (laughs) I got emotional and stuff. But (laughs) I pray that this is emotional. This is a release for somebody. It enlightened. It helped you to understand something that you have been struggling with. Been fighting with. And (laughs) yes, we went through some stuff. But we are not our mistakes. You are not your mistakes. You are not your failures. I am not my failures. We are not our appearance were not our past. We have been created with a purpose and designed by handcrafted by the one above. We are made and shaped in his image and his likeness. We are the head and not the tail. Greater is he that is in us, that is in me, that is in you than he that is in this world. Therefore Therefore, no weapon, no trauma, no sickness, no disease, no past, nothing present, and nothing future, no weapon that is formed against us shall prosper. And every tongue that rise up in judgment shall be condemned in the name of Yahushua. Angels! are ascending and descending upon us that he has given his angels charge over us lest we gash our feet upon the stone that he is faithful to forgive us of all unrighteousness that yea though we walk through this valley of the shadow of death we shall fear no evil we shall fear no evil I shall fear no evil. His rod and his staff. They comfort me. He prepared tables. In the presence of my enemy. He has anointed my head with oil. That my cup has run it over. That surely it's a done deal. Goodness and mercies shall follow us it shall follow you and me all not some but all of life and we shall we must we will we declare it by faith dwell in the house of yahushua forever and ever and ever her name shall be written in the lamb's book of life he said if my people my people who have co- I, who he, not me, not Dennis, but his people, who he hath called by his name, will humble themselves and seek his face. Then shall he hear from heaven. He said he shall heal us and deliver our land. Humble yourself as I humble as I humble myself. So Father, we give you all the honor and the glory and the praise. Father, we thank you for your revelation. We thank you for your understanding. We thank you for your peace that passes all understanding. Father, I ask that my brothers and sisters will be fully guarded as we put on the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, as we guard our loins with truth. As we prepare our feet with the preparation of the gospel, we pick up the shield and the sword and we stand. Because your word said, having done all to stand. Baba, I ask you that your anointing, that you have anointed our head with oil. Father, that your anointing will flow in and around us. Just like the shepherd poured the oil upon the sheep head, that you will pour the oil upon our heads. That when the enemy comes to to, to snatch us, when the snake comes to, to grab us, to, to put his his body wrap around us father that he shall slide off we come against the slithering serpent even now we come against the whispering tongue we cut it off in the name of yahushua and we declare the truth that you have said about us that you we are your children and that we are worth fighting for that we are seated in heavenly places with yahushua father we denounce the lies we denounce the accusation we denounce the trauma we denounce the pain father we ask That your ra akadesh, that your sweet spirit, uh, Father, that you will come in us, uh, that you reveal those things unto us that we need working on, uh, and that you would help us. Uh, You said you send us a helper and a comforter, Father. Let your spirit help us, Almighty. We are asking, we're pleading, Father. Let your spirit help us uh, to 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 work through those trauma, to work through those heartaches, the pains, Father, the bruises, the 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 everything that it beset itself before you, Father. We ask you to. Sanctify us, purify us, remove every blemish, every guilt, every shame. Father, whatever we have done, we ask you to forgive us. We repent even now. Father, forgive us. Father, we are sorry for all that we have done, knowingly and unknowingly. We are sorry for the lies that we have. Tuck in from the enemy. We're sorry for being gullible. Father, we are sorry even now. But we take back our rightful place as joint heir with you. Father, we declare according to your word that all thing has passed away. And behold, I am a new creature. Behold, you, my brother and sister, are new creatures in Yahushua. With Yahushua. With Yahua. In the mighty name of Yahushua, Father, we give you all the honor. We give you all the glory and we give you all the praise. Father, we ask that you open up our eyes, that we will see you. <coughs> we will see your kingdom come upon this earth as it is in heaven. Father, have thy no way. You are the potter and we are the clay. Mold us, O oh, Baba. Mold us and shape us in your image and your likeness. Let not the trauma, <laughs> Father, the enemy starts his plan at a young age. Father, let not the seed that the enemy has planted come to bring forth ungodly fruit in this season. But we root up every fall tree, every fall seed, everything that I've said to your people that we are enough. Every squirm of the fall that has blamed us wrongfully. Everything that has said to us that we are nothing, that we that make us as we grow searching father to looking for love in all the wrong places Father, we ask to surround us with our love surround us with your peace father you said everything we need you have already provided father we ask for those that are feeling that hollowness father that you fill it up with your spirit father we ask you to intervene like never before Yahusha's holy and mighty name, Father, whatever the trauma, whatever the hurt, whatever the pain, I don't know, but you know, yeah? And I place it into your hands. In Yahusha's mighty name. Until next time, podcasters, remember, Yah loves you. He is fighting for you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Until next time, be blessed and be a blessing.